0: everyone my name is Esther Crystal and I'm Aaliyah and this is On Coming to America the podcast that guides you through life as a foreign student yes (laughs) that was a little I forgot what I was supposed to say I was like oh my god what am I I supposed to say I wasn't sure if I was supposed to (laughs) say I was just like um my brain is oh, yeah, we got through that do we want to yeah. do it again though should we, should we try it um mm, I think we're fine we're we'll okay. fine yeah right. um today is a special day because we're gonna talk about corporate America hmm. um so now from being students we've talked a lot about like you know the American schooling system we've talked about like understanding you know what it's like to go to college or university or whatever in America, I'm moving from a different country, but mm-hmm. now we've left university and we are in corporate America. What about that? What about what, that? What, what about it? It's <laughs> a fun time. What about time. it? It's a really fun time. I kind of like it's a fun and interesting time because you just kind of see different people. Yeah. I think the only other place I can kind of um say it's similar is boarding house. Mm. Yeah. So it reminds yeah. me a bit of like boarding house, even though we don't all live together. But it's kind of like everybody is trying to please somebody in some way or another. They're either climbing over your head to do it, assisting you to do it, or kind of just ignoring you. <laughs> kind of just I don't care whether you're here or not. I'm gonna do what yeah. I'm gonna do. Um, and some people might be both ways. They might go both ways. They might sometimes be there as a um support system, and sometimes they're just not there. Um. And yeah, so that kind of reminds me of boarding house where everybody was kind of trying to either be against the school or mm-hmm. be for their house parents or be for their studies. So they don't really care what's happening here in this school. Or maybe they know they're not going to be here for a long time. So they just kind of just go through things. And mm-hmm. then some people are really, really invested <laughs> in the boarding school life like they're in everything they're in every event they're doing everything and Mm -hmm. so yeah it just kind of it it kind of reminds me of boarding school because everybody is just moving in that in a similar direction Mm -hmm. so we all meet at the office and then everybody just kind of doing some different things for example like my senior she's very much involved they are doing spelling bee she's involved with that they are doing things for like um, helping out with um, society and everything she's involved with that so and then you have some other people who just come into the office do their work and go home yeah, as they, they don't should. care <laughs> mm-hmm. they don't care if we're doing social or anything they're just like I beg please I have my home I'm going home so I think it's just different for everybody to be honest Um, I will say it teaches you a lot to um, how to be you Mm -hmm. because if you don't learn how to be you in that society, in that environment you will really, really get lost like people will use you people will do whatever they want to do, if you don't have any boundaries bro, boundaries Boundaries. 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 Hm. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> and that's that's also very very important because yeah. I remember when I first started working, I was like, yes, I have to do everything. I have to show up. Like people were like, yeah, you know, this is your first first year work, you know, whatever. You really have to be everywhere and show everybody that like you can do all this stuff and really prove yourself and all of that. And for the first couple of months, I was doing it. And then I was like, you guys, I'm actually tired. Like, I am physically unwell, mm-hmm. mentally stressed out. Um, but then I recently had a conversation with one of my coworkers, And she was just like, people tell you that when you come into corporate America, you have to prove yourself. But it's like, do you know how many people applied for your job? Do you know mm-hmm. how many people, like, applied to your company specifically? and you already got a job here you've proven yourself now you're here you just have to continue the work you don't have to re-prove yourself to everybody I mean obviously build connections I get to know people and stuff but like you don't always have to be on edge like oh my gosh like I have to one-up this person I have to do all these things so people can see me because you will get tired And you being tired after your first year of working is not cute because you have a long way to go. If you're not out after your first year, then it's kind of like, okay, now what? Like, where do I go from here? You start resenting the people you work with because you feel like you're not being appreciated. But honestly, I've also realized if companies had the choice, you would be working 24 hours a day, seven days a week, no rest, right? Yep. So if you you want to sit down in the office 24 hours a day, nobody's going to tell you to go home. You're going to keep doing work. And depending on the line of, um, depending on the type of work that you're doing, you probably won't get paid overtime for that. So it's your choice. Do you want to go home? Do you want to have a life outside of work? Or do you just want to sit in the office and do work that nobody really is going to be able to tell that you did for that long? Right so yeah boundaries very important boundaries <laughs> boundaries and then also like not taking things personally because mm. um, some people are just some people are just going through it and they may not just say anything so you don't really know and yeah. they take they, I mean rights it's not really right for them to take out their whatever on you Mm-hmm. But honestly, the best you can do for yourself is not take it personally. That's a good point. Because, I mean, obviously, like, people don't come to work and start, at, well, actually, some people come to work and start telling you about their whole lives. But most people don't. Um, So you can't, like, expect people to always tell you when something is going wrong, especially if you guys don't have that relationship at work. Because, I mean, to be fair, I have some co-workers that, like, if I'm having a really bad day, I can be like, yeah, like I'm here oh, physically. But mentally, I'm in Lagos. Mentally, I am in Costa Rica. I'm not here. Um, And sometimes you can't talk to certain people about that, right? And it's just like, okay, you need to gauge really who these coworkers are to you and where you move from there. Right. Um, but yeah, don't take things too personally. I think when you start thinking that your co-workers are your family or that are your friends. Also, that's a red flag. Any company that says that we're like a family, they're lying. Hey. They are lying and you should run. Yeah. Run and verify. Don't ever, ever think your co-workers are your friends. Okay, so can we no, actually, actually. So that's something my sister told me when I first started working. And so my first year, I was like, mm, like I met people who I genuinely vibed with, like mm-hmm. even with things outside work, like we could talk about a whole range of things, right? But mm-hmm. I was like, mm, these people are not my friends. Like, let me not, let me not be too close to them. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to hang out with them outside work, all of that. stuff. So. but then it got to a point where I was like, these people are around my age, Uh Well, all women from, like, I guess, diverse backgrounds, Uh um, we have relatively, well, not the same, but similar interests. And Mm. we would, like, these are people I would actually hang out with if I met them outside work. So why am I blocking my blessings? (laughs) The only thing I will say that works for our groups dynamic is that we don't all work on the same team. Yeah. So I will say if you're working on the same team with people, your co-workers are most likely not your friends. But I feel like you can have friends outside your team at work who can genuinely be your friend. Yeah. I just want to put that out there because I was very confused when I started. I was like, yeah, I don't want to (laughs) have these people. And then I ended up like actually going to places with them. And I was like, wow, I like you. I like you. Yeah, like-, like I definitely feel like I feel that um, people that's not necessarily my team. They could be my friends. I even actually have somebody on my team who mm. have similar backgrounds. Like she's also an international student and all of that. Mm. And but at the same time, I'm still super careful. Fair. yeah. I'm still like super careful. The rest of them. I like I don't care too much. Like we're cool, we're all great, but I'm like super careful because it's such a slim line. Yeah, you know you're hearing things that you never really. <laughs> you know you're just like nibble at Jesse Bay. <laughs> <"What's> happening, <laughs> like you're just hearing things and you're just confused, you know. So I'm like, hmm. I'm not. Fair for this <laughs> drama yeah. and become drama that is not necessary so mm-hmm. me I just eyes and buys like not that I don't discuss with people not that I don't talk like if we're going for workout classes during the weekend if mm-hmm. I'm going for a I we we'll mention it and then my co-worker might be like oh my god me too I'm going as well blah 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 and we do that you know mm-hmm So I'm just like, I don't know um, that I have an issue. I don't know that I have an issue with being friends with my coworkers. I just think it's more so for my peace of mind and my safety than friends with them because hmm, it can easily turn to another thing that you don't want to
1: It can just easily
0: just become something. I mean, you're just confused as to... How you got here, and you're like, what do I now? You're now like, what do I now do next? Yeah, where do we go from here? Where do that makes from? sense. Yeah. I I think that all in all, everybody just shine your eye, mm-hmm. like just trust your guts and trust mm-hmm. your instincts. Mm-hmm. Like if you're in a situation with one of your coworkers and you're like, mm, this person is actually not rubbing me the right way. Yep, run. I mean, don't run away. Like, you do you can you can do work with them and like guess what you need to get done. But like, don't spend more time than you need to with yep. them, because that opens, like I said, that opens doors for other things. Um, but yeah, you don't even know. You won't even let me not even get too much into it. All <laughs> I'm saying, not that anything has happened to me, like, but I've just heard too much yeah for people that I'm just like, you just want to be super careful, because yeah. I don't know if anybody ever heard, but there was this like party where co-workers went and um they were all having a party and everything. And I think there was a girl that left her. this man was like obviously an international student. He started working there as an international student, mm-hmm. and there was a man that left his I mean, there was a girl that left her glasses there when they had the party. And then she came back. When she came back from the, um, she came back to get her glasses. Next thing we know, she said that the man assaulted her. Ooh. And this were all of his co-workers, like all of you that were there were his co-workers that day that he held the party. Like, let's say, because he had made his co-workers his friends. Mm -hmm. but by the time the thing became a whole big deal all of them were not not a single one of them stood by him and he kept claiming he kept saying like obviously i don't know what happened i was not at the party but he kept saying that he never did anything that when she came she got when she left her glasses he actually was even when i told her that her glasses were there and she came back to get the glasses she came she got the glasses and she left but according to her when she came to get the glasses. Um, the guy assaulted her mm. and so like at the end of the day all of the people that were there at the party or let's say most of the people that were there at his party were his co-workers who he believed were his friends but none of them stood by him to say okay I believe that this is something that he wouldn't do especially because he was an international student mm. a lot of them are not even in his position so as soon as the drama started, many, many, many of them just adjusted their feet and said, I'm not involved. You were hearing things like, oh, I was at the party, but I didn't notice anything. Oh, I was there, but you know, and then you start hearing other things like, oh, I've always noticed that he's like... I'm screaming. So, <sighs> I... Yeah. Well, it's okay, so that one is a little tricky for me because I'm like... do we know that it didn't happen I know I was saying allegedly yeah allegedly but do we know that like it really didn't happen I don't know if it happened I don't know if it, if it didn't happen but like even in regular life Aliyah let's be honest mm-hmm. people that do it you will still see some people that stand next to them as if it's thick and thin that's actually true that's it that's a fair point yeah so, but all of, of the people that you called your friends, not a single, and I'm not saying they should stand by him. If he did it, definitely let him go and save his term. But I'm just saying mm-hmm. that not one of them, then they were never really your friends in the first place. And now you've jeopardized him. He still ended up being sent back home. Oh. Yeah. They, they fired him? Yes. Waves wait wait. So you just say that one now wait he was like he had no career anymore because obviously this became a serious thing because she was like oh I'm not um I just this is a while ago so I don't even know where I was even coming across this but she was like yeah she went to get her glasses so the whole thing became a thing which obviously it should especially because this was like during when the mainstream era was just Mm. Out, like, but it wasn't even like he was her senior or anything, they were co workers. And wow. so, everybody that was there at the party, all of them were co workers. Maybe a few people were like tag along, but it mm. was more so my friends have a party with me, like all this kind of after work kind of thing. And you invited all your friends, in quotes, quotes I'm to your house to have a party. Biggest mistake. That's what are you doing in my house in the first place? and so it became a i left my glasses behind i came to get my glasses when i came to get my glasses assaulted me granted if he assaulted you i can't say he didn't assault her like i'm not even arguing with that part my own is where are the people that you called your friends Um, where are you called your like up until you got fired nobody could even stand and say but I know his attitude. I know this. Even if, even if, like, like, I can't believe that you have to be a bad person and people still came to your house to have a party with you. That's like, I'm true, not saying yeah. do it, but to them, to an extent, to every other person, they must have seen something they liked in you to come to your house. I'm not going to any random person's house. But then again, I guess that's what co workers do. I don't know. Yeah. Like, workers have invited me to their house before. Hmm, I've actually been to a couple of my co workers. So, but like, I don't, again, read the room. Like, exactly. Actually, actually figure out. And I feel like my own way to gauge is like the types of conversation I have with people. Like, hmm. okay, like you were saying, like, it's kind of like boarding school where like you just see people often enough that you feel like, you should be friends or at least friendly yeah um but what kind of conversations are we having is it like every time you see me is hi bye what did you do this weekend and I tell you like something I didn't do this weekend because I don't want you to know what I really did this weekend yeah Um, and it's very (laughs) like vague and surface level but then there are Mm. other people that I feel like I can have very like solid discussions about Mm. life in general like where I'm going where I'm coming from right ritual beliefs and like stuff like that and I feel like those type of conversations and those type of people are like serious yeah um so I don't know like you just have to man I've been saying read the room but you just have to read the room and you follow your gods be discerning Yep. yep, because I'm be discerning. So, like, I'm not even saying don't be friends with your co workers because, at the end of the day you mentioned that most of these your friends are people with like similar backgrounds to you, women yeah. um, of color. I live in Boston and I'm going <laughs> to leave it that. Shy. That's all I'm going to say because, up until yeah. this year, I was the only black person on my team. No way. So, I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. To- and- since we're talking about corporate America, let's talk about handling people that say things. Microaggressions, huh? Is it microaggressions? Yes, like not necessarily even microaggressions. Like people that say things and they are just you just know they are dull. Like you just <laughs> yeah. Like I know you're good at your job, but like I know what you're saying. Is not what's the I'm having a hard time finding the word that I want to use. Like, you know, that don't have like social social skills or like social, emotional intelligence. Ignorance, they are very ignorant. So, let's take for example the whole thing that happened with what's his face, the basketballer, is it no, no, the NFL player Odell Beckham Mm. on the the plane. Did you see him on the plane? Where he was on the plane, he was kind of, they said, so he got on the plane and then they started claiming he was drunk um, and that he had, he he wore his, he was only wearing his boxers. He wasn't wearing his actual pants. And so they tried to wake him up to get off the plane because he can't fly with an intoxicated person. But he refused to get up. He acted like he was sleeping. And then when the police came, because they called the police, and when the police came, the police asked him, like, normal questions to ask. Like, uh, do you know where you are going? He said he mm-hmm. knows where you are um, Do you know where you are? He was able to answer those questions. Like, he said nothing is wrong with him. He's fine. Like, he doesn't understand what's going on. He just wanted to sleep. Yeah. And it became a thing. I and mean, all over Twitter, everybody was just like, this to me just seems like a, like, usually I don't try to make it a Black people thing, but it just seemed to me like a Black person thing. And I just his wife, or if his girlfriend, I don't know if they're married, but if his babe was there with him, because she's on the light skin party, if she's not white, this wouldn't have been a thing. Like it, it wouldn't. And it was very clear to me. And then one of my co workers was like, I don't like him. I don't know why he's acting this way. Um, this is just like anybody who is colored could have seen exactly what happened. But this yeah. is my black co worker was saying a lot of things that i was just like hmm. you have to be ignorant to to be saying what you're saying you just have to be ignorant yeah. and i and the thing about it is i just don't know how to deal with situations like that because mm-hmm. i'm supposed to come and start like i can't go on my stream and I mention his name and be like oh this person was saying this and saying that and saying this and da 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 yeah but at the end of the day, these are the realities of what is happening yeah and like a lot of comments just get flown around from time to time that in your head you're just like ah, this is not something that should be said but it's being, yeah. been you know and then you're just like how do you then address it and how do you or, or how do you move Mm. So, you know I love that you asked this question because as someone who works in diversity I'm like, oh, sorry <laughs> I feel like this is one of the like things you hear a lot mm-hmm. and it's kind of like I feel like first of all you have to pick your first of all you have to pick your battles mm. one. two you have to pick what your stance is on certain mm-hmm. things Right. So for example, like your coworker saying something like that. Um, first of all, do you think that like saying something to this coworker about what they just said is going to change that mind potentially? Or would it just be a thing of like, Oh yeah, that's not what I meant, you know, like it's you know, that's I wasn't trying to offend anybody, yada 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 and all of that stuff. Or would yes. they actually say, Hmm, that's a good point you brought up, so like let's think about it. Like I apologize for saying whatever that's not Mm -hmm. the way i wanted to wanted it to come up um but then for some people you just have to like you have to nip it in the bud Mm -hmm. and be like yeah like i don't know why you would think that but that's not really what the situation was something like that like what made you i have to look them in the eye like (laughs) what made you think that was okay to say hmm like, what gave you the impression that that was what happened in the situation? Yada, yada, yada. Stuff like that, sure. And see what that thought process is. Because, and again, the reason I said that two parts to this, the first part, you can kind of see, like, is this person worth it to actually explain yep. what's happening? And then the second part is like, okay, how do I constructively talk to this person about the situation? Mm-hmm. Because obviously, there's people that, like, they just don't care. Um about what they say and they feel like they can say whatever they want to say because they have always done that but yeah. there's other people who just don't have exposure to Quote: I hate saying people of color I hate mm. it actually because what are we trying to say about white people they don't have color like they're the ones that impose <laughs> that, that no they're the ones that impose that color on us so I don't like that but like people from diverse backgrounds let's say that Um, diverse because we're in America and we are diverse I guess Um, but yeah they've just never interacted with people from diverse backgrounds before so they don't know what is right or wrong to really say Mm
1: -hmm. about that
0: Um, so yeah like just sit down and be like hey why did you think that was okay like And then also explaining your point of view, because again, like if they've never met, and it's even crazy that I was saying this in 2023, that as a wise person you've never met or actually interacted with people from diverse backgrounds, that's kind of crazy, but fair enough. (laughs) They've never had like an actual conversation with people about their experiences. Then you can sit down and be like, hey, this is a learning opportunity for you. Open your ears and listen. Um, but it's hard though, and it's also. I feel like the hardest part is trying to decipher whether the person is, um, like this by chance, hmm. or they're actually like consciously trying consciously. not. To, yep. Yep. Yeah. Consciously yep. trying not to be um, whatever, whatever. Um, trying not to mingle with people. Um, but yeah, it's kind of hard because also with like. Specifically for where I work, like with diversity, it's kind of like you have people who are like, "Yes, diversity, we love it." You know, we like seeing people who we don't normally see doing great things. But then there's other people that are like, "Yeah, like we've we've heard about diversity, we've had enough. Actually, it's kind of getting too much. Like, relax." I were just like, "Oh, wow, <laughs> um, that's okay." That's fine, but I don't know. Unfortunately, as black people, like as people from diverse backgrounds, we have to educate not only white people, because I feel like some black people too, like just don't know how to. This is true. Interact with other races without feeling like they want to fight. <laughs> so, that's and I also to sometimes to an extent, like when I'm talking to other people, like not just even from like um. Talking to other people um about like they, where they're from, even like black people like Africans. To so, an extent, I often then find myself, or even like Asians, I soon mm-hmm. I often find myself being like, I don't even think I know that much about other cultures. I feel like yeah. I should know more. If I'm expecting people to know about me, I feel like. It requires of me to know more like going to your the person that does your nails and assuming that she's korean when she maybe Mm. is and not realizing that you're making a mistake yeah and that's just at the end of the day still being ignorant because at the end of the day if you're complaining and saying oh white people do that to us they see all of us as the same but mm-hmm. also seeing Asians as the same yep. so it's part yep. of our ability to be aware I believe be aware and just pay attention like ask beforehand yeah. think, um, just because you see like an Asian person working at let me think of a place at a boba tea shop does not necessarily mm-hmm they are Korean or they are Vietnamese or they are Chinese. Like, I would ask first before saying, oh, what does blah, 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 blah mean? Because that may not even be their own language. Right. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. It's just very interesting. I guess you just have to learn how to navigate. And then another thing is, like, using the resources that you have at work. Mm -hmm. So Example, like some people are usually very frustrated in the office, and they talk about how you know I've never really like I don't like my team, I don't like this, I don't like that, and oftentimes I find that when you speak up, unless you're just like in a horrible company, when yeah. you speak up, you're usually like positioned, you actually be moved to a place that maybe you prefer, because companies are usually wanting to keep you and move you to a place mm. that you over you leaving yeah specifically uh, for like fortune 100 500 companies yeah. like for you to even get into that company there's a whole process that you went through like background checks all this psychometrics, whatever the video interview stuff mm-hmm. um and so they've put in a lot of resources for you to even get here And they don't necessarily want to have to do that for other people. So, like, they would rather, like you said, they would rather move you around than, like, just let you leave. To be fair and to be honest, it's harder in some places than others because for some companies, you have to be there for at least a year before you can move around. Which, Which, to be fair to me, makes sense because I'm like, they just hired you for a certain job. Right. Mm-hmm. And they've taken let's say for example they've taken it off other platforms for hiring or whatever. And then you now decide three months in that you want to move somewhere else. Now they have to post your job again mm-hmm. and go mm-hmm. through the whole process again. Mm-hmm. Um and then not knowing if that person is even the right person for the job. So like there's also that fear in their own minds as a company, like, okay, are we going to hire somebody else and then they're going to want to move to another company? Sorry, not another company, another position within the company. And then we have to do this whole process again, right? Mm -hmm. So I kind of get it because I'm like, okay, I mean, they're not very risk averse in corporate America. And so you don't just want to do whatever. Um, And then I think it takes, for me at least, it took at least a year for me to figure out like what exactly my job was and how I really felt about it. Um, I don't think you can feel that in three months hmm. in my personal opinion That's some people that they get into the job and from the first day they know yeah I don't want to be here but I don't know yeah I would definitely say I wouldn't like I was listening to something and the guy was like for everything there's an excitement stage and then there's a reality phase mm. you know and he was like, "This was most about relationship, because that's all I ever do with my time. When I'm, work, I just do stuff about relationship. Um, but then he also used work as an example. Like when you get your your job for the first time, everybody is so excited with you, and you are excited, everything is so amazing. But then when you start working, like those people that were excited with you, they're not going to work with you. Yeah, they're not there with you, and then you get to a point where." You're working because you need the money. You're not necessarily yeah. excited about it. But does that mean that you leave? And that's the, that's mm-hmm. where some of us are having a problem. Like we don't really turn X and know how to go the long way. And it's reflecting yeah. Like, we still think that nobody cares if they see five different positions on my resume, but the reality of it is baby boomers are still the ones employing you, so they do. They do care if you spend only one year at your last place, because that also tells them that you're probably not going to spend up to one he- one, ye- one year here. Hey, hey, where am I going? But... <laughs> um. It's just something to recognize. Like there is for everything, there's that excitement and then there's the reality of life. Like, okay, maybe today I'm not having a good day. And then there's also that that, that thing to remember. Like there are two different kinds of people, but what makes the athlete is the person that keeps running when there's pain on the treadmill. Or even if you are running, both of you are running, some people will get off the treadmill. Some people will get off the track some people will say i'm not running again but the person actually becomes the athlete is the person that keeps running through the pain because at the end of day you know not like crazy pain but the pain of okay i'm getting through this at the end of day you know that you're trying to make yourself better so it's understanding that things are not always going to be smooth but in the grand scheme of things what's your end goal especially when you just start working there are so many learning curves and if you're going through your learning curve don't give up that time that you are going through it when you're happy go and give up and see if you really want to give up don't quit when you're feeling frustrated quit when you're happy so you know that okay i'm actually quitting because i just don't want to be here anymore not because i'm frustrated right now
1: you Mm -hmm. know
0: and recognizing those things in work because you there, there's always going to be those moments when you don't really like what's happening at your job. Like even, was it two weeks ago, I think, I had a whole breakdown about something. I was in the office crying. Mm. Then we get to my manager. My manager is like, oh, it's okay. Like it always happens. Yeah. Meanwhile, I have cried thinking that I'm about to lose my whole job. My nose, my eyes, everything was sore. When I went to bed that night, my head was aching me. God. So, but it's just like if I had then said, "Oh, because I think they're going to fire me," let me just go and report myself now and say I'm Mm -hmm. going. Yeah. That that just made such a crazy decision. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I think that was a perfect way to end this episode because if i add anything to what you just said it would be like i'm trying to overdo because the way you just said it honestly perfect i think and honestly if you don't even remember what she said just slide back and hear the (laughs) monologue again because that was really good i feel like people especially in our generation like we just And I don't want to say this because I probably sound like a boomer talking about how lazy we are. But I think we've lost the core of like working Mm. towards something long term. I think it's very like, yeah, you get everything. You have overnight shipping, next day delivery, all of this stuff. But then now it's kind of like, okay, well, now you're in corporate America. You have to actually work for things over a period of years. As opposed to, yeah, something's just not working. I'm not doing it again. So that was perfect. Yes, Wrap we, it up. Um, we love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Yes. Um, don't forget to like, comment, and share with friends and family and whomever, even your enemy, please. Your enemy might need yes. some help. Okay. Um, but yeah, we love you. Take care of yourself. See you next time. Bye.